All right. Hey, Brian, we are live. What's up? <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and shall we hit those funky beats? The funkier, the better. Awesome. <laughs> Welcome to the Fandemic Presents Prevenge of the Nerds. We are your one-stop podcast. Every week, we are going to give you all the things. To level up your awesome, you can also level up your awesome by buying my book on Amazon for $7.99 or contact me for an autographed copy for just a little bit more. Shameless plug, number one. one. For starters, we will give you our war report. It is now the What's Awesome Rapport. Report. Rapport. Rapport. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Your report. Yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) That's right. The What's Awesome Rapport report for the week with all the who's it's and what's it's. It's awesome. We got to talk about it. Once you find out what's awesome, then we're going to our prevenge part of the show and tell you the stories that could have led to your favorite movies tv shows and so much more it might be a list it might be a pitch one thing's for sure you're awesome will be leveled due to this just like if you buy my book leveling up your awesome my awesome and yours too i guess because that'd be both anyway high five pitch number two yes to close the show we are going to play pitch fix or ditch or as i am working on Yeah, that. that. <laughs> All right. I am the self-proclaimed emperor of awesome Bradley Butin, and this is my co-host, the unverified twin of Shamar Moore, at least in the nipples. Yes, sir. Brian S. Dennis, with the S stands for Allison. Oh, I, I have thoughts about that. I definitely Yes, we have do. all the thoughts. I think I'm going to go green from this point forward in my life. Right, right. Welcome to the Fandemic Presents Prevenge of the Nerds, streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. So don't forget to like, share, hit all the buttons that remind you on all the platforms. Don't forget to tell your nerdy friends as well and level up their awesome. You could also buy them a book called Leveling Up My Awesome on sale now at Amazon for $7.99 or contact me and level them up just a little bit more. Shameless plug, number three. Brian, do you know we have a boss now? Do we? We have an executive prevenge producer. Really? All right, hit me to this. Hang on, first off, as long as we don't have an HR department, I'm good. No HR, no HR. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, Well, wait. Stacy, do we have HR? Okay, Uh, she'll get back to us on that. (laughs) Because here at Revenge of the Nerds, we always swipe right. You know, prevent of the nerds, growth through stupidity. <laughs> Pre- prevent the nerds for all attention is good attention. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But first, first, Brian. Sir. Have you ever wondered why? Don't you love how I drag this out a little? Longer? I love it. I love it. I love it. 
Because when you hit your 40s, you need to make every moment count. That's right. Yes. Have you ever wondered why Raphael in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is the only one with a New York accent? That's deep. Right? That's really deep. So, also, in the original uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie, why was he the only turtle that cursed? Because... I mean, I, I want to say Raphael is the most awesome, but he's not. I mean, Michelangelo no. is clearly the greatest of all the no. Ninja Turtles. No, 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 <laughs> no. You shut your bearded mouth there, sir. Okay. First off, Donatello <laughs> is the most awesome one of them all. Okay. Not to mention he rocked purple. He had the <laughs> bow staff. Come on now. Well, I mean... I think we we both might be wrong. It was the fifth added gr- girl turtle. I don't even remember her name. What was? No, I don't either. <laughs> because it's better off forgotten. Yeah, you know, you got four guys. You got April O'Neil that you learn her from a rat. Yep, Casey. You know, Jones. yeah, Casey. <laughs> I always wonder if Christopher Maloney is ever mistaken for uh, Casey Jones. He looks because, just like him. Yes, Eli. I cannot think of the actors. Elias Cotes. Yes, they could be brothers. Dude, they he, really could. Man, uh, all I want now is I. I, I he sh- Stabler needs to be Casey Jones. Kong Kong. Um, <laughs> and Christopher Boney, if you're listening, and we know, you, know you, are, you are, please tell me that's your ringtone. Like, just anytime someone texts you, mm-hmm. you got a Facebook notification. Or if you're like Adam Levine, you instantly never mind, we'll stop that. Um, but if anything happens, I just hopefully you and anyone else has ever worked mm-hmm. on any of the 19 Law and Order shows, just gong gong. <laughs> yeah. You know, or I would be that guy that will follow you around and every time like you open a door, gong gong. It would just be great. You know, like I will say, uh, more times than not, when I leave work, it's always the Imperial March today. I had to go in. I, I had to go in here. I was there for about an hour this afternoon because uh, a party wanted to uh, schedule last second. So I went in and worked on that. And as I'm walking out, I'm uh, you know the the Imperial March is going on. I'm like you know, yes, I I like the Imperial March should be my entrance and leaving theme. All this. and it's weird. Like sometimes it's the Superman, sure. Superman or Superman sure. when I'm walking out. Sure. When you've been beat up all day and had a long day or whatever, and it's the Superman theme, dude, like leaving, you just like, I mean, because so the no. Superman theme is no. pretty much the greatest thing about no. Superman. It is the only thing that's decent about Superman. And I would tell you that if I've had a long day and the only thing planned is a Superman march, I am still going to drink a whole bucket of kryptonite. I <laughs> promise you that. Okay. All right. I'm going to find. <laughs> I'm gonna find the nearest uh, red kryptonite and just change the world, like you know. <laughs> uh, but if we can go back to Christopher Nolan just real quick, mm-hmm. I was gonna ask you: Have you seen his new Peloton commercials? No, they are fantastic. I'm gonna send you the link. Okay, it basically is Christopher Christopher Nolan legit. This is mm-hmm. not a spoof. Christopher, well, it's kind of us. So we makes fun of himself, <laughs> and he does a great yeah. job at it. Him just deadpan seriously. Because the guy's in phenomenal shape. I mean, he is. I yeah. think he's, he's ex-military as well. But the guy's always been in phenomenal shape. Even in Happy, where you're supposed to be mm-hmm. this beat-down dude, the guy's in phenomenal They had to work to make him look sort of average. Okay? 
kind of like Halle Berry and Monsters Ball. They yeah. work really hard to make her to to look her down, or in uh, Mo Better Blues, and she's supposed to literally be on crack. And it's still like, come on, yeah, that's I... still Halle. So in his Peloton commercial, it's him working out mm-hmm. and putting in some effort, and he is legit naked. They blur the, they blur the happy bits, but yeah. it's it. it you, you know, there's only so much blurring mm-hmm. that you can do. So, like, perfect example, while our backgrounds are blurred, you can still sell their stuff there. Yeah. Same effect. While they blurred his happy bits, you can still sell there was stuff there. Okay? Nice, nice. So, and you know what? He used to be a proud man. And, you know what I just realized? He was in Man of Steel. Was yeah, he? Yeah, he was one of the soldiers in Man of Steel. Oh, okay. All right. Now, yeah. now you know how I feel about you know I try and watch <laughs> yeah. uh, it. Now I'm you have to go back and rewatch Man of Steel. But, well, I'm not promising that, but I'll consider <laughs> it. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that was enough. Let's go ahead and get into the what's awesome rapport report. Let's do it, Brian. my friend. Sir. There was a lot of TV. So lots of TV. Uh, well, let's get right into it. All right. What well, we got to talk this out, buddy, because there's some things. That, that I think should have been good that maybe wasn't good. Yes, yes. So let's start off with something I felt, two things that I felt should have been good, but, but were not. Mm-hmm. So first off, I got to say my least favorite episode of She-Hulk uh, this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing with, and again, uh, first mm-hmm. off, let's start with this trials of CEO. I Again, prove that I think Disney is listening to us. Mm-hmm. Because we've said since the beginning, since they got into the cycle of making the original show six episodes, mm-hmm. um, that um, six episodes is far too short. Yeah. So She-Hulk has to have more than six episodes for no other reason than, and I didn't Google to see if they release how many it is, mm-hmm. for no other reason than last week was the sixth episode, in my opinion, kind of a disappointing episode. But this week it does not say that all uh, episodes are released. What it does say is that new episodes are coming out on Thursdays. Uh, and Andor also is 12 episodes. 18, so, I think. Is Andor 12? is? I think it's, I, think, I thought I read it was 12. Okay. Uh, regardless, it's one of the regardless, well past six. So again, Disney, and we know you're an avid listener. You may be our first Patreon. Um, we are glad to see that but unfortunately the most recent episode of she-hulk was somewhat disappointing and we got no daredevil and then andor which i know you and i chat a little bit about uh really good for i mean had its first three episodes number three was fantastic yeah uh so there so she-hulk is going to be nine nine episodes at least that's what imdb stands for okay I, i agree with you but i will say this and, and I actually got in a little bit of a, a Facebook uh, a comments uh, situation w- w- about this as well. Did you have a situationship? I love yeah, it. All right. I did. I did. I, I was actually on the side of She-Hulk in this. Uh, the, so people were doing a lot of hate. And I'm like, dude, this hate is not warranted here because she called out that this was going to be the worst episode of the beginning. Like True. I got to okay. All I right. Mean, yes. Maybe, I, I might have to give you that. Yeah. Right. I, I'm like, they said exactly what this was this is like you know don't you hate it though that in the middle of the season and they throw in that that has nothing to do with the rest of the season episode yes, I, yes. she literally called it out uh, yeah so i got in a little bit of a, a argument whatever you want to call it with that but and yes 
uh andor dude um at prime i want you to ask me my rating of andor okay i'm gonna ask you your rating for the first two episodes of andor the first two episodes yes clean shaven no clean shaven no dude Dude, no i hated it i okay Along those lines, how was the last time you, Bradley Buten, were completely clean shaven, like baby bottom fresh? Mm, I don't think I remember. Even the last, even the last times I've, yeah, I don't remember. It's been years. Yeah, me, me either. Because this, this is a total yeah. baby face if I don't have something. Yeah, uh, but andor, I this may be one of the few times that you rated something lower than I did. I mean, I mm-hmm. did not enjoy the first two episodes, yeah. and I was really. I, but I will say this: I've watched the third episode, I think, three times now. Right, um, that's where it should have started. The, the, the series should have started on episode three. So slow. Yeah, like all the all the great things of Rogue One were not there for episodes one and two. Oh man, like okay, I get a slow burn. Just don't let the fire go out. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. that was like you know that, those those horrible uh, field trips yeah. we all took. Where someone took like the magnifying glass and the and the ants, mm-hmm. and you had like a baby spark, and someone quickly came over and like poured a glass of water on it. Like we're not even gonna let this even possibly simmer, yeah. dude. Bit. That was rough. The entirety of episode two, Attack of the Clones, is better than the first two episodes <laughs> of Andor, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this may be the first time we were she was screaming more Jar Jar. You more know, Jar Jar, if, Jar, Jar Binks added yes. to this would yes. have made it better. If you can scream more cowbell. I think we just did hashtag more Jar Jar. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have that that was. I mean, it has a talented cast, but that was just. But well, this is very different. You know, mm-hmm. this is much more. This honestly is much more applicable to. Like a quote unquote real life, yeah. Than than the many of the other Star Wars projects. I mean, it's very yeah. thinly veiled. Yeah. Um, uh, how we are I mean, instead of it being the the uh, the Rebel Alliance against this big bad Galactic Empire, this is very much uh, a very easily identified comparison to communities being over policed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but still, yeah. it's like, can you get us there? We got it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like I, I mean, even with episode three, and episode three was fantastic. Yes. Uh, I, I, I'm not there yet. Like I'm, I loved it, but I'm, I'm really questioning the series now. And even I'm only going to give the three episodes as a whole together a five o'clock shadow. No. Yep. Brad, Bradley. Brad, can I, I feel like I need to talk you down? Yeah, man. Bradley. And, and you know how much I love Star Wars and how much I love the You were box. looking forward to this like major, Dude. like, yeah. yeah. Like, Bradley, you're among you're in a here at Prevent of the Nerds. This is a safe place. <laughs> I want you to know that. Five o'clock shadow. Yeah. Yeah, my friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was not great. 
it was not great. But again, episode, I'm gonna again. This is the rarity. I'm a little more optimistic than you are with especially when it comes to Star Wars. Yeah, uh, I will say episode three shows that they can do it well. They can do mm-hmm. it right. They can tell compelling stories. Uh, now that we have uh, Andor hooking up with uh, Stellan Skarsgård, I think we will definitely move forward. Mm-hmm. Maybe it just took them a little longer to get us there, and that's okay. Um, yeah. And it's a longer season, so I see why they maybe want to again slow to burn down a bit. But mm-hmm. again, still let it burn a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like if I put my bare hand on the first two episodes, we got frostbite. There was <laughs> no heat. There was yeah. no heat. All right. Yeah, man. Uh, let's see here. Well, let, uh, okay. Well, that was enough of the downer. Let's, yeah, let's get uh, to the let, good let's, stuff. Yeah, let's talk. Uh, let's let's do Game of Thrones last. Let's do House of the Dragon Perfect. last. Perfect. How, did you watch Quantum Leap? I liked it. Um, didn't mm-hmm. quite love it, but I liked okay. it. I think it's a strong start. Mm-hmm. Uh, they definitely, as they should, they and again, kind of gave this a bit of the Cobra Kai treatment. Yeah. That it is not a retelling. It is actually just moving forward in the series. They did a lot of hearkening back the original series they did all the things you should with the name drops mm-hmm. they mentioned sam beckett they mentioned al uh so we're recording on a monday night which is unusual for us so the actual so quantum be actually airing uh tonight on nbc mm-hmm. i'll probably check it out tomorrow yeah. they they definitely uh veiled to um the bringing in of the character al's daughter val you gotta mm-hmm. love to play with the name right uh, so I think we're going to get, I think I, de- I definitely was strong enough to start and it definitely will hold my interest. So good job out of them for starting something. And I mean, this is probably one of the first reboots that probably hit for both of us, the kind of the, the crux of our child. I mean, they brought back MacGyver and Hawaii Five-O mm-hmm. and Magnum and uh, things that were more a little earlier yeah. for both of us versus this was really, and it was a show that I think we both geeked out on. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's kind of cool to see what they're gonna do, and at least they didn't mess it up. That was the yeah. whole thing. They didn't mess it up. They they did everything they're supposed to do, um, and we can go from the end because he's obviously younger mm-hmm. than the Scott Bakula character. We're gonna see things happen more in probably eighties and nineties uh, throughout this that we would have seen in the original series. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's it, it was definitely like taking a drink of the same cola. It was like it was like new Coke but done right. You know, <clears throat> I think that may be the first time that sentence has ever been uttered in humanity. <laughs> New Coke, but done right. Now I, that's I'm, an honest ad for you, sir. Right, Coca Cola. I'm available, <laughs> but done right. Yes. Yeah, yes. man. Um, do you think that the? I mean, I I, I think she is too. That she's going to be Al's daughter. Al. Yeah. Alistair. Well, they 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 said. Well, they they actually no. They actually mentioned a character. Uh, they said that um, so Al's daughter Val was actually tapped for the prime again. Mm. Spoiler alert, folks. Uh, so Al's daughter Val, what well, they call her Valerie, but you know they're going to shorten it to Val. This is too yeah. easy not to do. Um, um, yeah, mm. basically, um, she was actually tapped to be a part of this Quantum Leap project, but they said there was something to do with her being too close to mm. Sam Beckett and Al uh, that she was dropped from the program. So. Okay, so in the intro, if you watched again the first the original series, you know Al didn't have kids by the time the original series ended. So you wonder how many yeah. adventures that they have at at post, you know, yeah. them showing it. So they may actually be able to bring in some things. You know, luckily Scott Bakula, I believe Steve, Dean Stockwell legitimately has passed away, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Scott Bakula is still with us, and so maybe they can steal him 
from CBS for a little bit and have him pop in and maybe we'll have some type of the show gets mm-hmm. definitely don't do it this season. I think that would be far too soon. But maybe second season or third season, somehow have the two quantum leapers intersect. So I think that would be really cool. Yeah. So the one thing that I was like that I was thinking about through the entire show is because I know in the original Quantum Leap, when he leaps into somebody, that person leaps into him. Absolutely. Yes. Right. So do they have Sam Beckett's body somewhere? And that people are still leaping into. That's a and good he's question. Just solo. That's a great idea. That's a great point. And at yeah. this point, so he would have been in his, I think he would have been in his early, I've been binging the original series, and I think mm. he would have been in his late, he would have had to be in his late 30s, early 40s, I believe, uh, for the time to make up that he goes, because he was born mm-hmm. in like the mid 50s, he could go back as early as the mid 50s. Mm-hmm. Those of you that don't know the quick Prince of Quantum Leap, it's a time travel show that you can leap into the body of someone else um, and long as you can travel within your own lifetime. So basically, uh, I was born in 1976. So I could go no earlier than the day I was born in 1976 up until literally today. Yeah. Um, so he goes back as early as the mid-50s. Uh, especially because in one of those, he's a black man in the mid fifties in the South, a very thinly veiled, uh, uh, Amish to drive Miss Daisy. I do remember the episode got a lot of positive review. Mm. Um, it was a great show. Uh, yeah. now that we call the show woke because it took a lot of, of social, mm. uh, 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 things into account. So this guy has been traveling. I think he goes back to the seventies in the first episode. Uh, but my point was about Scott Bakula or Sam Beckett is he would have been in his, in the nineties would have been in his early, late thirties, maybe early forties. So if you, well, maybe not that old. Seven, yeah. He yeah. He might be seven. Then. Yeah. I think they definitely aged Scott Bakula for that. Cause I don't think yeah. Scott Bakula legitimately is pushing 70 by any stretch, but, um, so yeah, so this will be just, again, if they can somehow work out the time travel intersection, uh, I think that's something that we would love to see. Just don't do it uh, season one. Mm. Let the show find itself. Let us get used to the new Leaper. And uh, I and I love they've updated some of the special effects, all those fun things. Mm-hmm. And did you capture um, who is part of the team? Ernie that, Hudson. Well, Ernie Hudson. But did you also capture... Uh, a one of our favorites from another show that uh, we loved on Netflix uh, recently. Did you capture um, uh, uh, the member of the team who is in the Sandman show? No. So Mason Alexander Park, who plays Desire, is actually a member of the team of Sam's oh, team. Oh, yeah. Oh my! Now that you said that, I'm like yes. that is that is one in this. And yes. you know what? Um, they are amazing. Like yes, yes. So there's ways to do you know like stuff like that and it be natural and that's what that's what this did. That's what Quantum Leap did. I mean, like you can't mm-hmm. like everybody has bona fides and it was fantastic. Yes. Um, my favorite part is that. The the leaper, his initials is BS. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like, I just thought that was so hilarious. Which also, if you notice, is the inverse of the original leaper. So Sam, Sam Beckett, Beckett is SB, yep. 
is his BS. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, uh, and, and the last thing of it is, again, mm-hmm. real quick spoiler alert, his version of Al, his holographic companion, is actually his fiance who lost, uh, because when you leap, the Swiss cheese memory, you lose memory. And that uh, he um, does not remember who she is, at least their relationship level. So that obviously would be a major plot point going forward. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, there's our stamp on Quantum Leap. Definitely check it out. Uh, brings a power. What'd you think? Good, bad, ugly? I thought it was pretty decent. Yeah. Um, again, now we're starting to get, and I and, and I love the fact that they brought back the Harfoots. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, because the last couple of episodes, it was it was way too much in the Kingdom of Men. So now we yeah. get this. We've got we found out some of the origin of Mithril. I thought it was kind of cool mm-hmm. graphic. Um, um, I actually was talking to a friend of mine earlier today, and we were debating the Stranger, and I actually heard a really cool alternative theory Ooh, on who the Stranger is. So. Give me one moment. I want to make sure I give okay. credit to the name of the character. Okay. So, all right. So, if you know, if you know, um, uh, if you've seen The Hobbit or read mm-hmm. anything, uh, know that uh, Gandalf is one of multiple wizards uh, who actually um, come down to Earth. Uh, so. Uh, we most of us know Gandalf because he's most definitely the most prominent mm-hmm. of those wizards, and you know, there's other ones. So again, there is uh, Saruman, who is played by uh, Christopher Lee, who was the good yeah. wizard. That, you know, Saruman the White, who yeah. uh, turns evil, who joins up with Sauron. Uh, then you have Gandalf, who again most of us know. Uh, uh, um, you know, with all of his great magnetic powers. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, who again starts off as Grand Gandalf the Gray becomes mm-hmm. Gandalf the White. But if you're familiar with the Hobbit, they talk about there are four wizards that all come to Middle Earth at the same time. And so I was given a theory of that if you watch the scene closely, when they find the stranger in the field, there are multiple holes in the ground. And I believe they said, if you look at it, it's four holes. So it could be that they all descend at the same time. And they believe that the, the, um, the character that is found is Radagast, the brown wizard, the one that had the animals, uh, that you may have seen in the Hobbit. Uh, so that is their feeling is that Radagast, is actually the stranger, uh, which if you look, you, I kind of can see it. I can too, especially the way that that uh, Nori is is with him. I like that. I I, yes. I I really dig that. And Radagast is just a fun word to say. It is, and of course, yeah. Miss Nori got a little frostbite slash uh, ominous um, vision, mm-hmm. and you know, and apparently, you know, Isildur has been a mess up from jump. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is very, this is, and, and the good thing now, because similar to what we talked about with um, Andor, the idea of a slow burn, I think mm-hmm. this is one of the critics that we both had, or critiques, because again, we're not paid to do these shows, so anybody throwing us a bunch of money to do this, so mm-hmm. I trust you to make it, but um, uh, with Rings of Power versus House of the Dragon, uh, it's a it's a slower pace show, yeah. uh, but now we kind of have the everything kind of getting set so now we've got the hard foots with the stranger mm-hmm. you now have the elves and the, and the humans but basically a couple of camps of elves and humans mm-hmm. uh that have gotten together you've got the 
you've got dwarves and again talk about mithril and all those sorts of things uh that and and of course the one kid who stabs himself for the black sword which i really want to know uh similar to nala who's his real daddy <laughs> well we may find that out in yes. the mufasa prequel to lion king I did, I did, I did, I did, I did. Uh, Yes, and just again, I just want to see James Earl Jones. I just want to have them read. I just want to have James Earl Jones read like the menu from Chili's. I I think they could. I think they could really make money just him talking about like uh, cheese sticks and wings, and you know, I mean, he does Arby's. He does do Arby's, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. I r- quick thing because we you know say, I, the painter saying of Revenge of the Nerds is the one the only Samuel Leroy Jackson. I will have you know I legitimately have a Capital One credit card strictly <laughs> because uh, I'm not a big credit card person. I honestly legitimately love yeah. big on let's 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 not use credit unless we have to. Um, so I'm I'm a fairly fi- I'm, I'm I'm fairly cheap. Yeah. Uh, frugal, frugal. Uh, but I literally got a Capital One card straight up because once I saw Samuel Jackson was endorsing it, I, like, I gotta buy it. Like that might be the one thing make me buy a Tesla. If Samuel Jackson goes, you know what, you should get one. Yeah, I should get one. I should so, definitely yeah. get one. Yeah, I should, he Samuel Jackson so he could turn me vegan. Like he was, <laughs> you know what, we just uh... we just gonna go vegan today. Sure, let's do that. Yeah, I mean, he is your older brother. I mean, it's only by like what thirty-five seconds or something like that. Um, but, yeah, we're right there yeah. together. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. You know, I got hung up on the boxes on the way. I'm sorry, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it's all funny games. The someone says boxers. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. All oh, right. Perfect. Before we hop into probably the two that we got, well, we definitely got to talk about House of the Dragon. Before hopping, I want to give one quick plug for another yeah. great streaming show that I just found again because I think it's cool we talk about things that not necessarily in the sci-fi fantasy realm. And this one is on Hulu. By the way, uh, to give credit where you can find the show, if you're someone who wants to stream mm-hmm. Quantum Leap, it actually streams on Peacock, uh, She-Hulk is Disney Plus, Andor is Disney Plus, Rings of Power is Amazon. So the reboot. Is on Hulu, and and it is in. I really dug. Have you seen Dude, the reboot? I was gonna. I, I that was. I have it on my list. Oh, did you? Oh man, I have reboot yes. on my list. The second you said yes. reboot, I knew yes. you were going there. Yes, yep. Keegan Michael Key, Judy Greer, and Johnny Knoxville. Oh, three my God. people that don't get nearly enough credit. Johnny yes. Knoxville. Um, yes, we all know Johnny Knoxville from Jackass and believe. Okay, I'm as a black person, we looked at him like. <laughs> they're they're paid Dude, to what do this what okay uh that's what we go not our parents that never <laughs> happened all right but that being said jennifer Allen is a decent actor he mm-hmm. really truthfully when he does projects not jackass not silly comedy even yeah. comedy but not the slapstick things like that um he actually has decent acting skills you know um, he was good so, in hazard he was good in Duke's I mean, Hazard. Yeah. Um, the Ringer has some problematic messages. It was a well-intentioned film, I really believe. Yeah. But the Ringer has some problematic. But he again was not ba- not bad. Yeah. In the Ringer, 
I actually like him better in, in Dukes of Hazzard than I did uh, Sean William Scott and uh, they, uh, uh, Jessica Simpson. Yeah, she tried. Um, yeah. But, you know, she tried. But um, anyway, um, with the reboot, Brad, do you just want to just tell our audience the general premise of the reboot? Yeah. So uh, these group of characters had a super popular show like 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And now they're trying to bring it back back yes but it's kind of a the the writer who's trying to do it is is the daughter of the original showrunner paul riser is so good oh he is so good and and she is kind of making it a a a little bit more i want to say deeper uh like with a little more substance yeah yeah instead of your slapsticky like think full house right totally full house of growing pains and trying to make it more like a Larry David, I'm trying to bring in like a little more, yeah, parenthood or yeah, always sunny in Philadelphia to again have some darker tones yeah. to it. Uh, and so you're right. So you have like the original cast members, which was Keegan Michael Key. Which, you, which that name sounds familiar. If you've ever seen Key and Peele, he's the skinny bald member of Key and Peele. Uh, and if you Keegan, haven't, go have watch it been? right now. No. Yeah. It is hilarious. Again, entire series on HBO Max. Good plug for that. Yeah. Um, Judy Greer, who's fantastic. She's Paul, she's Paul Rudd's baby mama in Ant-Man. Uh, if you like Archer, she uh, voices Carol and is fantastic mm-hmm. uh, with that. She's been in some other things as well. Uh, very underrated actress. And then, of course, Johnny Knoxville. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, then they got, the, and I can't think of the a- actor. I should give him credit, but I have to Google his name. Yeah. The actor that plays the kid, all grown up, is perfect for this is what happens when you're a child star. Like, you either are a drug addict or you have no social skills. There's the only yeah. two ads in front of you. Yeah, he was in a, a famous Disney show, Austin and Allie, that my girls watched. Okay. And okay. He was kind of like the budding, like the best friend, sure. well intentioned, but, sure. you know, sure. kind of guy. Um, and yeah, he's fantastic. And too, I can't think of his name either. Sorry, but but, but yeah, de- definitely props. Great job, dude. This show is freaking fantastic. It is, it is. By the way, I do want to thank uh, while Austin and Al is a little early for me or late for me, whichever way it wasn't really in my frame of reference. Mm-hmm. I do want to thank Disney and Disney, all Disney that make the really uh, the, the smart, unassuming, kind of nerdy best friend, making us seem like the safe guy. <laughs> because just thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. I concur. Yes. Uh, All right. Let's let's get to the house of the dragon. There's a yes. a little uh little thing about this new the newest episode. Instead of, so I see uh, Queen Alice, I know I was gonna reference Game of Thrones or I should say House of the Dragon, uh with this. It was almost it was Queen Allison or Allison. Allison it was yeah. almost Vicarious. Cause, dude, 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 just um, uh, I know you the lead the recast, but sir, I'll definitely want I'll let you go first. What you, anything you want to share about again? Uh, and you do the scroll yeah. spoilers because I think it's hard to talk about this episode without doing some spoilers. So. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Um, so I I will say first of all, uh, the 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 new Allison is fantastic. Yes. 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 I could not get over the new Renera. For yeah. some reason, like, I'm sure, uh, give me a few more episodes with her, it'll be yep, fine. Yep. 
I, I found myself the entire episode wanting Millie Alcott. Alcott, yeah. I agree. And I think she could have played older. I really was shocked. Yeah. I think both of them could have played. So again, real quick spoiler. Mm. So if you've been, so if you are following House of Dragon, or especially if you're not, it seems like every episode of House of the Dragon, I think maybe maybe not between one and two. Well, yeah, I think there was pretty much every episode of House of Dragon. When now episode six, we're halfway through, mm-hmm. uh, has had somewhat of a time jump. Sometimes it's six months, sometimes it's a yeah. couple years. This one was a decade. Okay, so between episode five and episode six. We time jumped 10 years, and because of the time jump of 10 years, the younger members of the cast, which would have been Princess Rhaenyra, uh, Queen Alicent, uh, the the toddler Aegon, uh, the children of House Valerion, all those people are now adults, and mm-hmm. you're about to be cameo, sir. Oh, yes. Lad, without yelling, would you like to say hi to Bryant? You can actually talk, you smart ass. <laughs> big booty boy. I'm a big booty boy. <laughs> I've been calling you that for money. I know, I know, I know. Wanna say hi? Hi. And she did it again. I knew it. I knew it. I you, know it. If, if she wasn't gonna whisper, it's gonna be a yell. Yes. Yep, yep, yes. yep, yep. From yelling my butt off. Leia, did you uh, see anything, watch any good movies or anything lately? bunked okay do you okay so you liked austin and Allie. Mm-hmm. okay so the friend in austin and Allie, the the with the red hair what, what was his name des des and that yeah yeah he's in a new show that we were just talking about called reboot so which you cannot watch no yeah no no oh gosh she's got the cat okay hi kitty hi there thing Yeah, yeah. All right, say bye to Brian. We're gonna get talking to us about our stuff, okay? I guess that I'm gonna do all saying bye. I know. Plug <laughs> your ears. Uh, I apologize. Oh gosh, do it. Get over with. Bye. Okay. Yep. Say bye to everybody on Facebook and Twitch and all that. Goodbye, people on the those those things. <laughs> <laughs> very right. honest. Very honest sign off there. Goodbye to those people. <laughs> On all of that that may replace my Goonies and No Retreat No Surrender. Goodbye to all you people on all those things. All right. I like it. I like it yes. a lot, actually. Yes, yes. So again, back to House of the Dragon. So we get mm-hmm. a time jump. So so and to Bradley's point, I agree with you. The new Rainera, uh, it took me out, partly because, and again, not to get get too much into the weeds of the episode, but it begins the the opening shot of the episode is her mm-hmm. giving and again. I've never had to do this myself, but what yeah. appears to be a very painful uh, childbirth. Yeah. Uh, and you know how childbirth went earlier in the season. Yes. Including some squishiness. Yeah. There was some squishiness going on. Uh, so, ch- by the way, childbirth will come in important a little bit later with another major plot point in the series. So, this show was all about the kids. Uh, this should have been really relegated by uh, uh, Maury Povich. Because it really was the DNA test says, uh, you you know, in the case of uh, Jace and Luke and baby Joffrey, uh, <laughs> Lenor Targaryen, you are not the father. <laughs> now, uh, yes. Did, did you catch who who Aegon is? As the far actor, as the actor, yeah, the actor is no, ta- nah. yeah, a uh, Ty Tennant, which is David Tennant's son. 
Really? Yes, the ninth doctor's or the tenth doctor's son is in the show with the eleventh doctor. doctor. Again, again, these uh, are the, things that make me sort of kind of want to give Doctor Who maybe one half of another chance. Mm-hmm. Um, other than I will say with the young man playing Aegon, which gives you all the Joffrey vibes. Yeah. Uh, again, if I was like, there's so much better things to do at a windowsill. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, Plus, I don't get a thing. I would be the dude that have. I'd be walking down the path and go, "Is it raining?" And it would just be a weird day, be right? A weird right. Day from that point forward, hey, you gotta wonder what was going through the kid's head. Like, uh, I mean, like, um, I I think we can surmise uh, fairly uh, easily probably. what was going through yeah. many many things. See, I'm starting to go which <laughs> one, and I thought that would just be two on the net. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there it done. is, folks. If Ooh. you don't get it, watch the episode. Okay, so to save us from ourselves and us getting sued, we are free. Um, is so we yes. saw a lot, we saw a lot of progression. Um, again, definitely, I think my personal favorite episode. So much of the season, so much happened. Uh, we saw, uh, we get to see what happens again, and I don't think that we. You know what? We need to back up because it's thought about this because we had a change in the recording schedule. We didn't talk about episode five. And episode five was a really big deal because it had a Game of Thrones wedding. And we know Game of Thrones weddings always go according to yeah. plan, don't they, Bradley? Yes, yes. I, the, the, there, was a, there was a little bit of red in this wedding as well. Yes, um, yes. Well, we, we found that uh, one guy was trying to... Um, Oh man, I don't know if I should say this or not. Never mind. Uh, all right, well, be he's beating the meat. Yeah. So what we want not in, ep- in not in this episode's way. <laughs> yes. So in episode five, we saw really the 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 next journey as we look at uh, Princess Renera who has to uh, be wed. So we saw a couple things just again um, for our for our spoiler alert. This was this was the main plot for us. Number one, the king continues to get ill. If you notice when they go to uh, drift uh, driftwood and the home of the <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've had too many penis jokes in this. I mean, it's, it's um, uh, um, you know if you notice it's a Tara, or, yes. Uh, we, you, you, you notice his cousin, the queen. And I just love the names of these of these people. I can't keep queen them together, man. I, uh, I, I don't. I don't. I can't keep them all straight. Yeah, There's but when his cousin varies, yes, and, when she because and all the names are very similar because of the, the family lineage and all that. But she goes to give her cousin uh, to hold his hand, and you saw her kind of record quickly from his gloved left hand. Uh, and again, really quick shot: the gloves, the fingers of the gloves are limp. So show yeah. that the whatever is happening is taking more of that. Uh, we saw them discussing that the previous hand uh, is is leaving Otto. Uh, Otto is is going. High Otto time. Hightower is leaving us. Uh, so what we wind up getting is they're going to marry Princess Renera and Princess Lenor, who is the oldest uh, child of uh, Lord Corliss. And I'm so for the haters online. Yes, there's more black people in. Uh, the Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. There's a whole family of them, so deal with it. Um, <laughs> uh, hey, guess what? Black people didn't have black families. Um, what? what? Yes. Oh. Yes. So what we wind up, a couple of things that wind up happening is uh, uh, the princess states very explicitly uh, that uh, while she needs to marry Lenor, mm-hmm. there's going to be a marriage that will produce heirs, which they need to. 
But beyond that, she did. She gives a great uh, uh, analogy of uh, you know roast duck versus uh, goose, I believe. Mm. Um, and you can have your duck, and she can have her goose. And oh, which it, makes duck duck goose kind of a different uh, game. Makes it kind of you know? greasy and sticky, doesn't it? Okay, right, right. You know, kind, kind of yes. like the king. And and uh, I, I every time I see the king in that episode, I was like, Annie, are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay, Annie? So, uh, I'll think Sydney. <laughs> Never do that again. <laughs> Never ever do that again. One more uh, okay. Fine. <laughs> get out of your system. Uh-oh. Go ahead. Get it out. It's, you already put it online. No, because you're it expecting will, it. It will never die. You put it online. All right. Uh, but we wind up seeing. I'm going to make what, it a sound bite. What, what should have been a marriage of convenience becomes honestly tragic where we see um, the paramours, the lovers mm-hmm. of Rhaenyra, who is uh, Kristen Cole, her knight, who's a member of the, uh, of the, uh, the, the, the King's Watch, which yeah. means you must be celibate. He hits the white cape to signify that, as well as Sir Joffrey. Uh, that name will, will have going on significance. Um, and, and basically, uh, Joffrey living up to his successor's name at some point, tries to play a little political, hey, you won't tell on us, we won't tell on you type deal. Mm-hmm. That unfortunately goes horribly wrong, which ends in, like you said, it, because it is a Game of Thrones wedding, there was red on the floor, uh, and also a shotgun wedding with knives that don't have guns in Game of Thrones, uh, in Westeros. But we have to get Rhaenyra married, and that's the end of episode five to get us to the episode six. Now we've got the ten-year time jump. Which again, we now have a new actress playing her. We have a new actress playing Alicent, uh, and which she gives birth to her third child. And this will we will stop and just say this last little bit before we finish up our discussion of the episode, because Rhaenyra and Laenor are cousins. They are cousins. They are both a paler skin, even though Lenore is our African American, so or black, uh, so I'd be African American in Westeros. But anyway, uh, African Westery, yeah, work. Um, uh, so you have a, but they they both have uh, uh, very light hair. Her two oldest children, because you don't see this, you realize she has three kids, and her two older are all of her kids are boys. Um, her two older children are tall, strapping, with very dark brown curly hair, which looks very similar to the person who rescued her at the end of episode five, uh, Harwin Strong, who is the son of the hand. Yeah. Um, um, and the kids look a lot like him. Again, this is that Maury Povich, Jerry Springer uh, 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 a moment where it is quite obvious that, by the way, uh, if you didn't get my preference, Lenor uh, has appetites that don't make the likelihood of him betrothing, much less fathering children with the princess likely. Yeah. Um, and so there's all this very much the secret that everybody knows, but no one's speaking about very much mm-hmm. Game of Thrones esque, uh, when it comes to the children and all the drama, hilarity, and action that follows because of the, basically these three children. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that uh, I, I do think the toxic fandom has actually kind of moved on. Thankfully. Uh, to, to something to, to something else uh, by now, 
but but yeah, man, like dude, that guy rocks that hair. Like doesn't he? Dude, he rocks the Targaryen freaking yes. hair, man. Yeah, like, that braid in the back, and it's like yes. one of the coolest freaking things. Yeah, I, I I was talking to my wife when we were watching House Dragon today, uh, and I'm and I'm like I'm like that dude. He rocks that hair. I, not everybody could pull off a Targaryen hair. No, yeah, a uh, yeah, a white dreadlocked ponytail is really great. Um, yeah, I wonder who locks your hair back in Westeros, right? Um, the other <laughs> thing that. The other thing badly just brought into it now again, baby spoiler. Mm-hmm. So the king now, did you notice the, the change in the king with the 10-year time jump? Well, besides, it looks like it's going to fall apart. Yes, but one part has fallen off. Have you? Did you notice when he held the baby? No. He has one arm now. If you go back and rewatch it, I'm going when to. he's wearing when he's wearing his very when he's wearing his cloak, the left arm there's no hand at the end of the of the cloak, and when he holds the baby, he holds the baby only with his right arm. So he, he's lost his Ooh. left arm at some point over the ten years. So wow. we continue to see that. So nice, nice, nice. Yes, awesome, man. Anything else about Game of Thrones? Uh, House of the Dragon. Gotta watch it. Had a great mm-hmm. ending. I think I've given more spoilers than I should have. So hopefully that will whet your appetite to watch it. This again is probably the best. And a great thing to do is again, especially I'm assuming everyone is watching it on HBO, whether streaming or live. Watch the inside the episodes they have after each episode. Mm-hmm. Just great kind of fandom, kind of nerdy, but it gives you a really good additional texture mm-hmm. of why when they make certain decisions they've made based on the books. Um, and your your guy from uh, the eleventh Doctor is usually in these and talking about the episode, and just has a great way of giving you an overview of the series. So yeah, um, that's the one thing I would give Doctor Who is that the actors are typically quite impressive, including David Tennant's son, who is a complete jackwagon. Right. Yeah. So definitely check it out. Uh, a couple movies that I watched uh, yes, that are in the theaters uh, these last couple weeks. Uh, I, well, this last week, I, I did go see Avatar back in 3D, the original Avatar. Okay. And I tell you what, it is better. It is better than than it was before. Uh, so fantastic. Go check it out. Uh, I did see The Woman King. Uh, How was um, that, sir? Dude, it, it's a good movie. Do not look up the history. Yes. Um, yes. And, and you know, and which is the only thing that gives me pause about watching it because oh, I, I made a mistake of looking at the history before. Yeah. I so I mean, it it poses a good question though. I mean, like if you so this movie would have been better if it was if, if it was took place like in a fantasy, you know, something or other. I'm not a big John Boyega because I think he's a crybaby about Star Wars. Sure. Uh, but um he's fine in it. Uh Viola Davis freaking she's awesome in everything and this is just another another uh you know uh check on, on it. But like like when you say historical based on actual historical events, I usually check that out. I'm like, "Oh cool, I want to see like what did they get right. right, what did they get wrong?" Um do yourself a favor. Don't get about <laughs> Don't. that. Go into Don't. this movie. Do not. Yes. And, and, and just be Enjoy the movie. entertained. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because 
go into it thinking like, hey, I'm going to see a lot of good actresses, good, it, it, a lot of good actresses. It, man, kick a lot of of butt. Um, they they may not have gotten very much right historically. So, um, you know, it it's good. I mean, the action is amazing. Uh, the the I mean. It's definitely a, a pill to swallow when you know what it's about. When you, sure. which sure. I mean, like I did myself a favor and I knew there was a lot of hubbub about it, but I didn't check any of it out on my own until after I saw it. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, um, and I don't want to get into it. I like to keep things positive, right. Right. You, you know, but like watch it, uh, be entertained, but know that there's a darker history. A lot darker history. history is oftentimes messy so th- that mm-hmm. is very true yeah so, yeah so the woman king uh i agree with you bradley i did again i think i said a few minutes ago mm-hmm. i did the opposite and went and read the history i'll still go and see it i'm sure yeah uh but i it does change it but you know what history is ugly history is messy yeah. and i think we do have to at least acknowledge it so um there's that plus viola davis though and all the trailers, all the feedback has been, if you just watch it for it being a movie, it's a kick-ass movie, kick-ass action. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, but unfortunately, this is not Wakanda. This is a real place and real things yeah. happen. So at some point, just avail yourself of the history. So Yeah. Um, but the Woman King does look like it is something that looks phenomenal. And mm-hmm. if this gives Viola Davis more publicity and more pub and maybe another Oscar nomination maybe a victory i think that'd be great so i think it would too i i think that it come award season it's going to be hard to put because go of the, past because yeah, of subject matter yeah you know um and, and if you don't know what we're talking about i i, I we're, you're not going to find out we, yeah we i bet we can unpack it another time but we're <laughs> right, not gonna that do could it right probably now. be a whole episode and that itself, really could yes you know? yes uh but yeah but yeah i mean like it, it, look at it as a piece of art uh, and look at it as as Viola Davis. Um, she's a producer, I believe. She was one of the producers yes. of it. Uh, and for, this is, you know, she she yeah. fought for a lot of it. And you know, look at her the job that she did. I will say but, this for anyone that goes, I can't believe they made a movie like this. Remember, Gone with the Wind, of one of the the first major motion yeah. picture in this country that was uh was remember it featured very happy slaves. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah. That being said, all right, okay, sir. Anything else for the war report? Um, yeah, one last thing. So you may know somebody who actually a couple things. I, I wrote a I wrote a children's book called Leveling Up My Awesome. You should definitely check it out on Amazon for seven ninety nine. A little bit comes back to me. Yeah, that's right. We have reached our Ric Flair, Barry Women, Tully Blanchard, and Arn Anderson moment. We have reached the Four Horsemen. Of shameless plugs, yeah. And my second book should be out in less than a month. So, yes, yes. Also, I got a couple other things that I'm pushing to. Uh, there, we should have some good merch coming out here soon. I, I, I got started that. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna have some t shirts, man. Gonna have some t shirts. So, yes. Uh, also, comic Never dance, but I—I mean, I'm only hit on top of you. I love you, man. I love you, man. I love you, but this is the second time in the show I'm going to say this: never do that again.
and All that's right. what you get. <laughs> All right, let's. That, oh, your dancing proves one thing: your wife really loves you. <laughs> that, there, you better never doubt her commitment to you, man. I don't care whatever happens. She married you. She knows that's how you move. Oh yeah, that's a good thing. That's a good you, dude. You found the one. Oh yeah, you, you oh, found I, the one. Absolutely. All oh, right, I, I am the first to admit. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, I know a lot of people. Like a lot of couples, they're like trust issues. I'm like, I, I like to hang out with my wife. She lets me do stuff like this and hang out and and, and I get to touch her boobs, you know. So hey, it works. That right there would be the crux of marriage, right there. Right. I, you know, she. I like to hang out with her. She thinks I'm funny since we touch her boobs. Right. I so I came up with a term a while back. It, I, I call it it, it uh, boobsticated. That you know, I get boobsticated. She uses her boobs to get what she wants, and it definitely works. And I don't complain about it. So, you know, Here's revenge of the nerds. The comments by one Bradley Butan are his. And his alone. <laughs> yes, uh, it is mine. And she, my wife, is the only person that can boobsticate me. Thank you. All right, yes, let's uh, yes. let's do a little honest advertising. And then let's, let's do get it. Into, uh, now that we're an hour into the show and get yes. into revenge. Yes. All right. Here's our honest ad for this week, and it is for CrossFit Bohemian Rhapsody. We will rock you. Another one bites the dust. If your local gym was Freddie Mercury, CrossFit would be how his mustache tastes. Hmm. Sweaty, dirty, and full of shame. Taking CrossFit is like joining the military. I said it's all PT without any of the respect, benefits, and with worse food. But But if you enjoy wearing shorts that are tighter than a 1971 NBA game... Pulling muscles that a proctologist couldn't identify and sweating like Adam Levine when he realized that he left his Instagram page open, <laughs> then CrossFit is for you. Oh, for everyone else, save your money, buy bigger clothes, and just eat the damn piece of pie. CrossFit. Man, that's some Maroon 5 right there. All uh, right, so uh, we're starting to do this. I had a lot of fun last week uh, surprising Brian on our topic. Yes, sir. So I figure he's going to do the same for me. And I think going forward, we're going to every week or every month, I'm going to do one. You're going to do one. Then we're going to have works, our man. producer episode and then we'll have uh, uh, something that you know, we agree on. Brian, bring it, buddy, before I do another Michael Jackson. Oh, um, uh, oh. So my my big thing this this that I really want to bring us a surprise topic is this. So um, I was playing around with some riddles and some things, and I thought, you know what? I just see that there's so many. Uh, the idea of a tiger came up. Like, what on earth? It just struck me. Like, who is this like? Just to have a quick discussion, the, the tiger. Because we talk about Lion King a lot in this show, mm-hmm. because we talk about Mustafa and Sim and who's Nala's real daddy. But then I got to thinking, you know what? Uh, in a world, where, and again, we 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 have Thundercats, which we're both big fans of. Mm-hmm. But Bradley, what I wanted to bring it to you for our topic is just specifically the idea of tigers. Who would be your favorite tiger in all the comics or cartoons? My favorite tiger? Yes. Well, I mean, like, right away... 
Um, I I go to Thundercats. I mean, that's like right away. Okay. Uh, definitely not the Tiger King. Um, you mean the real Joe Dirt? The real Joe Dirt. Yes. Um, I mean, got lions, tiger. Uh, you know what? I take that back. My favorite. No, that's a lion. That's a lion. Who is it? I'd say the the cowardly lion from the Wizard of Oz. Really? Um, okay. But yeah, that's a put him up. Put him up. Put him up. Put him up. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Fun fact: Brian has never seen the entirety of the Wizard of Oz. Really? Even with no. da- even even with Dark Side of the Moon? No. I mean, no. I saw it together, but I don't know if I really was there. I will say though, I have enjoyed the Wiz on many an occasion. But the Wizard of Oz, not so much. They're remaking it. Uh, they're remaking the Wizard of Oz. That's for- the, 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 the actual movie, not yeah. the spinoffs. Okay. Yeah. Um. And I forget. Uh, man, I forget who they said that was doing. I think it's the the one of the directors of uh of Blackish. I think. Oh. The- um. Uh. Is it? Uh. Gosh. Uh. Kenya Burris. I that sound that that sounds okay. I, I have to that look that great. up. That would be great. Yeah. That'd be um, absolutely great. Man, okay, you know, yeah, the first thing that pops in my mind is uh, for as far as tigers go would be Thundercats and not the Thundercats go. I'm talking about the no. 1986 yes. animated or yeah, yes. yeah, it was it, yeah, it was 86, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about the Again, original. Yeah, you can watch the entirety on Hulu, which is really good. Yeah. Thundercats goes quite disappointing. Um, yeah. uh, but you miss some of the more prominent ones. So, first off, there's Tony. The tiger, the tiger, and we've talked about Tony several times this yes. podcast. Yes, yes, huh. interesting, interesting. And what, a, what about Winnie's best friend, yours and mine? You know, Tigger, Tigger, T I G G E R, Tigger. Yeah, yes, and of course, one that allows me. So I had this just so it allows me to hit up a a love poem Ooh. to to see if you can figure out this particular tiger. But then I will fit it with my favorite tiger. Let's okay. see if you can figure out the tiger that this is referencing to. I am none. I am not a thundercat, but I bring the lightning. You will be green with envy when you see me fighting. I don't eat cereal, and honey ain't my thing. Tony and Tigger are on my side of the ring. I come from royalty, mm-hmm. though I don't wear a crown. I have the power. You cannot keep me down. Cast your spells. Uh. Make your plans. Is the end. I'm gonna ride till I die with this legend, the man. Battle cat. Oh. You got it about halfway through. I heard you like yeah. Battle cat. Battle cat. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Cringer? Is that his real name? Cringer. Yes. Cringer. Cringer. Yes. Battle- the green yeah. tiger, but he's still a tiger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. But Bradley, while you could say Battle Cat or Tony the Tiger or Tigra mm. or Shere Khan, there's lots of tigers Ooh. in the entirety of comic books, animation, mm. cartoons. There truthfully is a true and not Joe Dirt's real daddy. There really is only one, the Tiger King. And I got to admit, sir, I'm a little disappointed you did not say this person. Tiger Woods? You know, <laughs> um, possibly, but the number one tiger in all of comics has got to be your friendly neighborhood, 
Mary Jane Watson's boyfriend slash husband, Spider-Man. Huh? What does Mary J. Watson call Peter Parker? Oh, we, go get him, Tiger. Yes. Yes. Brian, you win this episode. I mean, even though I, I had the Michael Jackson impersonation and you guys see my, my sitting mood. Matter of fact, that's why I won. Was, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. I was clever. Uh, you, you did that to yourself. I won completely by default there, sir. Oh, man. Uh, there's also Calvin and Hobbes. Yes. Calvin Hobbs would have been, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, we we hit Crincher, we we hit Tony, we hit yes. uh, Tigra, we hit we had Tiger Tiger Woods, y'all. Tiger Woods. I mean, you know, yes. golf doesn't get any better. I have a theory about golf. Okay, all right. I want to hear this one. So, have you ever golfed? A couple times. A couple times. Okay. So, I have never golfed. Really? Okay. I've never golfed. Therefore, I'm a perfect golfer. So, so the the whole purpose of golf is that if you know strokes to get a little ball into a little hole hundreds of yards away, right? Which proved that a a male invented the game. So right, yes. it, was, it was invented in Scotland. You had a yes. bunch of drunk Scots running around thinking, "Hey, I want to invent a sport." Uh, yeah. You know, count the strokes there, laddies. Yeah, it's exactly. The thing. Yeah, that was the worst Scottish accent ever. And, and then they pick up the the kilt, and you know, yeah. count the strokes. I get, I get my ball in the hole there, laddie. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't gonna, know what that is. We're gonna I don't hit know this. What with that is? Crooked stick. <laughs> yes, I don't know what that. Is. By the way, if we have any listeners of Scottish descent. I apologize. Yeah. That was bad yes yeah yep it, it sure was but uh, a scotsman did give a star wars his first swear word really yep shit was said in um in uh in one of the episodes it was i think it was the second episode because it was one of the only sa- the saving things about all of andor that and the bell ringer yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The fir- first cuss word, and the first cuss word, and the first brothel was brought into Star Wars. Um, yes. But yeah, I just really wish this, I kept looking for for Mando. Like, yeah. come on, can you just? Dude, he couldn't even saved it, man. A Mandalorian. Yes. Uh, coming into play would not have saved Andor. Yeah, Diego Luna is capable of much better. And again, I think we got a, a hint of that. You know yeah. what it proves? That if you're going to do quality Star Wars, you got to have John Favreau part of it. I mean, that that's, yeah. that is, I think, we're missing mm-hmm. that touch Dave of Yes, yes. There's, there's, yeah. There may be a reason why Boba and um and the two seasons of Mandalorian, um even the Bad Bunch. I mean, there's a variety yeah. of those that have just been done really well. That maybe again, this this was almost episode too bad. This was almost mm. episode too bad. Yep. Um. Yes, sir. But yeah. but we will still, as we will always talk about the positive. I think it's time to fix fix ditch pitch fix or ditch, sir. All right. What should we? Uh, well, honestly, I think we should let's do Andor. <laughs> All right. So here, well, no. Let's see how that plays out. I want to see how okay, that goes. Yeah, it's up. only three episodes. Let's get, yeah. Three episodes and one, by the way, I don't think this is maybe the first time we normally talk about how it's that long week, and we really get excited because sometimes when we get a so that's really really pop, we get a couple episodes, mm-hmm. and Amazon has been really good with giving us like with the boys and with ring of power 
you know, a couple episodes. Uh, I think Peacemaker gave us, what was it, two or three episodes at the beginning. Um, this one gave us three episodes, and we wanted to give two of them back. Uh, yeah. That's that, And we have our second cameo of the day. Yes, yes. Leia, we're talking about Star Wars again. Do we ever not? What, what should we pitch, fix, or ditch? What what kind of do you want a, a Disney movie? Vampires, uh, zombies, a Disney movie. A Disney movie. Okay. Did, did, did you know that my name my name is in Star Wars? He he named me. I you know Leia. I had never heard of anyone in Star Wars named Leia. I'm, I'm unfamiliar. There's a character in Star Wars named Leia. There's a character in Star Wars named Leia. Are you sure? Yeah. Hmm. Are you sure? Maybe think about Star Trek. Ooh. Because I, I don't think I've ever heard of any character named Leia in Star Was I can't was, hear him. Was, was Leia was Leia a major character? Was Leia a major character, Leia? No. What? <laughs> yeah, yes. I, did she did she have any family that we may have heard of? <laughs> did, did she have any family? Yes. Yes. Like, yes. like a father yes, or a brother, maybe like a that, that are really big and, deals. And um, and Darth Vader. Yeah. There you go. All right. I, mean, I, I, I watched the clip of Luke Skywalker. You're not my father. And it is not what you told me it was. Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. <laughs> no, I am your father. <sighs> you got it here on Prevenge of the Nerds. Yes, that is. That, yes. That's your little boy voice. My, that was my little boy that was, voice? Yeah, okay. Well, since you brought it up, I, Bradley, and I bet you already know this, but I do have a little Star Wars trivia for you. Oh, perfect. Bring it. All right. So, can you name the country in which the... So, we talk about Star Wars, the original three episodes, four through six. Uh-huh. Uh, the big reveal is in Empire, which is why Empire is considered the best of the nine episodes. Yeah. Um, the big reveal is Darth Vader being Luke Skywalker's father. Mm-hmm. In one country, that major reveal was not a surprise. Do you know what country that was? Was it Germany? It was Germany. Yeah. Why? That I don't know. Because in German, Vader means father. So his name is literally Darth Father. So many figured out that Vader was some character's father, hence the name, and of course, when he reveals it, not that everyone, yeah. not that no one was surprised, but it was not that big of a, of a it was somewhat of a spoiler mm-hmm. by the fact that they named him Darth Vader. So for anyone that was fluent in German, it was, they, they kind of, again, theorized mm-hmm. that Darth was someone's father because his name is Darth Father. Yeah, that makes sense. That definitely makes sense. All yeah. right, sir. Um, are, we're, we're worried for Leia came back. That was definitely a Leia interruption. Let's uh, let's play with She-Hulk. We both like She-Hulk, yes. but All right, let's do we also it. talked a little bit about you know things. So let's pitch, fix, or ditch uh, She-Hulk. So yeah. so let's start off with the overall pitch. If we're gonna update She-Hulk a little bit, 
All right. So um, my pitch to do this would, I would keep the satirical, but I, I would actually make her part of a team. And the team that I would bring up with it. I, so she, I don't think she's ever been part of it, but I think it would play really nice would be heroes for hire. I knew you're going there. And, okay. and I would bring up her and daredevil, Matt Murdoch mm-hmm. to be the heroes for hire. And Matt Murdoch does not want to do this, but she Hulk keeps bringing him in. She kind of maybe has a crush on him. Yep. And then they can also do their lawyering together. Maybe they're against each other a whole bunch of times, sure. but then they have to be go be heroes. Yep. And I would I would bring in a lighter version of Daredevil to kind sure. of keep with it. Kind of been like the would brooding, you keep it like, would you keep it Charlie Cox though? Of course, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or or you know what, maybe even Ben Affleck. You know. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was a joke. You you almost got yourself kicked off. I your saw your eyes, dad. dude. I was like, wait, what? Like, no. You know, we've already had discussed how he ruined Batman. Let's remember he his resident including ruining Daredevil. So yeah. Right. Daredevil's one of my favorite Marvel characters. Yes. Um, and I, that that is definitely where I would go with uh with show. But you know what, honestly, I like the show. I mean I, I do as well. Man, like I don't know where everybody is getting like hating on it. They say exactly what it is. Yes. Like I, I, I actually think it's from people, and again, I hate to pull the age card, but I think it's from people who didn't grow up in the 80s and 90s where basically mm. this is a half-hour drilled-down version of L.A. Law and all those you know lawyer shows that were in the Really, even go back to the 70s. Mm. The 70s, 80s, and 90s, this is basically what they were. It plays for comedy, but again, you can't say you love Thor Ragnarok or anything like that. You, uh, you like Ant-Man and the Wasp, the, the more the more comedic versions mm-hmm. of Marvel, and not liking this. I have see a lot of people bring up, you know, it, Daredevil breaks the fourth wall all the time. I'm not Daredevil, Deadpool. Deadpool, um, Deadpool has a lot of comedy in it. You know so what? So there is a, some of that, that, alleg- that connection between, you know, if Deadpool did this... Uh, uh, if Deadpool did this, if Deadpool was dancing with Megan, remember Deadpool 2, the intro is him literally in drag stripping, but he never takes off the outfit. So, yeah. but, um, you know, and that got a pass. And we we all talked about how funny that was. Mm-hmm. She gets a lot of hate, I think, probably because it's a show starring a female. And I think we just, there's a certain segment of the audience that is going to hate on that, uh, if, unless it's basically. If she if it, if it was full of explosions and boobs, I think the people mm. who dislike it will be quite silent. Yeah, uh, uh, I think, but that's not what the show is meant to be. And I think that it is great. That it is so different from most of the other things we get with Marvel. It's like Marvel is telling a joke, and we get it. We get the joke. Yes, you know? yes. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean that like that's be my pitch is is heroes for hire. So what 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 about you? What would be your pitch for Shield? I mean, for me, it would be very much um, similar. I like the heroes for hire. I really like the idea of her being, uh, and I, really not much different than what the show's already done, but I would love to see them using a lot of, of her to bridge in a lot of the rest of the Hulk universe because we really don't get that. So mm-hmm. under the Marvel banner, uh, banner, <laughs> uh, what we get for Bruce's character other than actual Bruce Banner is we've gotten Thunderbolt Ross, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we've got. There's not a mention of Betty. There's yeah. not a mention of Rick Jones. Sadly. There's, 
Yeah, there's no Doc Samson. And I would love if they use that to bring in some of the rest of them. So maybe as she's getting used to being She-Hulk, her analyst is Doc Samson. Uh, you know, uh, you know, maybe she's friends, you know, she's the friend that stayed friends with Bruce's ex. You know, so they could have brought in Betty Ross, you know. Yeah. I think I mean they've already brought in the abomination. I know Tim Blake Nelson is under contract to Tim Ross. the uh, no, Tim Roth does the abomination. Tim mm. Blake Nelson, I was going to mention, does the leader. And so I believe he's still oh. on the contract to do okay. the leader. Uh, so I would use that, a lot of that, like bringing some of those ancillary people. I love the cameos. Again, some people may not like it, but I think it's, I think the cameos really make um, the show. And she's the first person that we found that is steadfastly reluctant to be a superhero even mm-hmm. even with bruce banner by the time we get to the, to the avengers in the first movie he doesn't he doesn't want to be dragged into service right but by the by the time they have the battle for new york and that point forward every movie is him get being more comfortable with being the hulk right mm-hmm. so so we stop seeing the whole oh i don't want to be the hulk no 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 him literally by the time we get to in game, him just kind of walking around talking about how ludicrous it is and gratuitous it is to go smash. And he's yeah. just walking around as a Hulk, right? Yeah. So, so I think it's really great they they could still show her being hesitant to be She Hulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, she meets all these people that have a connection to Bruce, and she's slowly being dragged into that superhero world. But again, if, if it could have gave us, and who knows what the the yeah. plan is long term, but it could give us Betty Ross whether it's Liv Tyler or someone else. We've not ever had Rick Jones in the movie, so give us Rick Jones. Uh, I kind of like that they somehow mesh, intermesh Rick Jones and Ghost Rider. I just think that'd be Dude, cool. you know what I just realized? Yes, sir. For Heroes Rider, you know who could be the secretary? Madison. Spelled with the yes. Y and two ends, but the Y is not where you think, where it, you is. think it is. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and that's maybe how you bring in the defenders. You know, again, you already mentioned you know what? Not, you already I mentioned Daredevil, but not, yeah. Not not uh not heroes for hire. We'll do it, we'll redo the defenders. Yes. And we'll make it Wong. We'll make yes. it we'll make we'll make it She-Hulk. Uh yes. who else? Who else? Uh so it'll be Luke Cage, uh Jessica Jones. Yeah, you guys can have Luke Cage in there. But do you yes. need Luke Cage and, and She-Hulk in there? Um, you know what? Because you could again have her wanting to be the lawyer. I mean, that again, we play with the idea of the defenders. You've got well, because you got yeah. Jessica Jones, Luke Cage already, who have super strength. Uh, is she just gratuitous? You got Daredevil. I th- absolutely have this budding rope. Her crush on you know not Daredevil necessarily, but definitely Matt Murdock. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these things, and that could be the the the, the really the this arc of the season would be, you know, her having to go into service. Like maybe, I hate to think it would be the Wrecking Crew, but some group, A, maybe gets re- revisioned. Maybe tied to Shang-Chi and somehow the Ten Rings show up. But something happens where the defenders need at least either rescue by her or her help. And so She-Hulk actually gets pulled into battle, where she has to kind of embrace the She-Hulk side of it. And they can do a lot of things already done. Bring in the fashion designer. They have to design her like a... Kind of like they did in The Incredibles. 
with Edna with Edna Moon, um, yeah. Edna Mole, excuse me, is here's the outfit. I won't need the outfit. Here it is in case you need it. Which she's got to eventually pull out that purple leotard. Please give her something different. And um, she's got to go save the day. So, Brian, I just pulled up uh, She-Hulk's wiki. Sure. Did you know that She-Hulk has been part of the Defenders? Oh. And Heroes for Hire. Really? She's also been part of the Fantastic Four, Lady Liberators, La- Lady uh, Lady Liber Liberators, the Hulkbusters. Yeah, I mean, so there's I've heard it. I knew she was in Hulkbusters and um A Force, but hey, A- yeah, uh, A Force yeah. Kind of yeah. So, but to see that again, I just want them to when she actually does, as as the late great Tony Star R.I.P. would say. When she's got a suit up and strut, I would love to get have her something other than that purple leotard. Uh, give her something like legitimately badass to wear, and make her your Wonder Woman, make her your Amazonian, you know, power princess, what have you. That I think is how you do She Hulk. Yeah, man, I think we're definitely onto something. Actually, uh, let me see here. Uh, who was her? Yo, you know, oh gosh, you know who she was in uh who who she was heroes for hire with? Okay, who? Oh, Luke Cage. It was Luke. I man, it looked like Punisher there for a second. I'm like, that was yeah. that Punisher? But no, it's Luke. It's Luke Cage and She-Hulk. They were heroes for hire. So, dude, let's do it. I and mean, again, I think we could spend time like again where you have the the defenders there, but they're always off on missions investigating crimes, mm-hmm. and because she is meant to be their lawyer. Because of Daredevil is always out there doing what he needs to do. So Matt Murdock is always going to be able to be the best legal advice. She gets to spend time with those ancillary characters. So she's the one back at the back at the office having having coffee. Uh, she's the one that, you know, again, maybe gets to see, you know, when when the abomination comes in because he's got a swollen toe. Or, you know, you, you know, think about it. And she takes in cases. So let's say Razor Fist gets sued because he keys someone's car with the Laser Fist. Like, yeah. you have that you have that moment. You know, uh, the actress who put, go all the way back to the first Avengers movie, the actress from Growing Pains, who plays the waitress that Captain America saves, mm-hmm. bring her in for something. So that's where you see her interacting with all these while all this other stuff it's happening with the defenders where they're off running off until one day they don't come back. Mm-hmm. And she, and Jennifer Walters really has to be deployed as She-Hulk. And and you know, and maybe give her someone to go along with her. But that's you know, you know, maybe it's Wong. Wong goes, you know, I gotta pull you in the service and yeah. you do that. And maybe maybe at the end of it, you know, you do a thing to show us what really happened to Wanda, because again, I just don't believe that Wanda's gone. I don't either. I don't. I, I think that they can. Well, they can easily bring a different version back. Maybe a non-crazy yeah. one back from the multiverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think it's what. Uh, yeah. So we're six one six. I think she was eight three eight or something like something that. Like that. Yeah. 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 So bring up, bring Perfect. that Wanda back. All right. So we pitched it. Is, is there anything that uh, that we would need if, that we could fix? Man, I mean, I know a lot. I know Shield's got a lot of hate, but man, you know, like. I like it for what it is. Like I like that it's not taking itself super serious. I sure. like that it's a freaking it's different than everything else in the in yeah. the Mar- in the Marvel MCU. I like that my wife I can watch it with my wife and my wife is kind of mm-hmm. into it. 
I like that it's just a freaking joke. Yeah. I mean, the only thing else to, again, to fix that thing is that I would double down and play into those things. So She-Hulk becomes like that that in the office that She-Hulk's ends, whether you're heroes or higher, what have you. Mm-hmm. But that just comes like that center nucleus for all these things happening. So, you know, maybe she's at, in the office one day, she has her window up, and all of a sudden we see just a shadow of who or what could be um, Silver Surfer. You know, cool. um, you know, we we... We we you know she's a fit named Scott Summers who's being sued by you know uh, 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 eyeglass world or something like that right. you know uh, you know um, you know and is immortal man a mutant <laughs> yeah you know uh, or you know or uh, or Professor X you know is suing because his hair plugs are horrible something like that yeah uh, I think that would be that would be really just to play some of the some of the absurdity of it, mm-hmm. and you could take She-Hulk and make it not in the core canon of the MCU. So that would probably be my joke. This would probably be the fix. You throw out all this ridiculous stuff, um, and then what you what then maybe you wind up finding out that it's not again tying the multiverse. Like this isn't the Earth that we thought it was. You mm-hmm. know, so you bring in some of those things like. Maybe this is the Earth that um, uh, the Quicksilver uh, that survived came from that you see in WandaVision. You can do that to a lot of those things. Um, And again, maybe it's the universe that Wanda actually is alive in. So there's lots of things you could do with that. We'll be done in five minutes, Leah. Um, Yeah, man. Oh yep, I know it's your bedtime. We'll I'll be up there. We're we're we're, we're wrapping up right now. We're wrapping, Miss um, Leia. Is, yep. Uh, and actually, you did get good a little. Good night, Brian Dennis. Good night, sweetie. Good night. I need to get speakers on my computer so I can take off these headphones. Um, yeah, man, I, I dig it, man. I uh, good good on that. We will. Uh, oh well, you know what, Brian? Anything else you want to say on that? Well, what I want to say is, again, uh, give She-Hulk all the love. Give it a chance. Yeah. I think it's done really, really well, and I think the acting is done well. And, again, it keeps giving us what we need. It's a relaxing 30 to 35 minutes. Uh, and, again, I think it's going to be what it is beginning to be, that central part to a lot of the newer stuff. Uh, you know what? Here's the ultimate fix for She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Give us Trevor. Give us Trevor. Trevor and Madison? Yes, give us Trevor. Like, at some point, She-Hulk, all those Tinder dates, can you imagine, like, take, you know, a great stock photo of Ben Kingsley back in the day. She loves the accent, whatever. And then Trevor shows up with Morris, by the way. Uh, And maybe She-Hulk's allergic. And again, I think there's so much can be done again with those those secondary tertiary characters, all the sidekicks just become the, uh, you know, have Darcy show up even. Yeah. Uh, but just have, have that be the spot where, uh, not even Darcy, Darcy's intern. Have Darcy's intern uh, come up there and go, oh, I want to hire, I want to sue for unlawful termination or something. Mm-hmm. So you can have these really great kind of trivia moments and those characters that we all would just like, just give us a few more minutes of them, I think would be a great way to make it roll. But yes, Give us Trevor and She-Hulk and Madison all in one episode, and we will all be happy campers. I'm definitely going to work that into the title of the episode for sure. This is our 40th yeah. episode, man. 
Is it really? Yeah, we're on episode 40. So. I think it's time to put a ring on it, sir. I think so. I think so. All right, Brian. Uh, let's uh, go ahead and, and end like we usually do here. So you can tweet at me at Fandemic3. Message me on Facebook at the Fandemic. Now active on TikTok at Fandemic1. Hear my reviews and so much more. Brian. Yes, sir. We have, that, uh, we have our executive prevenge producer. Yes. Stacy. thank you so very much. We are going to come up with a part of the episode just for our our lovely producer. Beautiful. Brian, how can we get a hold of you? Always catch me out on Facebook. Thanks for leveling up. You're awesome with us. Uh, but you can find me on Facebook, Brian Stephen Dennis. I will always try and talk about all the fun things in life, especially really inappropriate Winnie the Pooh memes. <laughs> yes, you will. Uh, if you want to support the show, there are several ways to do so. You can buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash the pandemic. And you know what? We will actually drink coffee or a drink on an episode. Of your choosing, yes. Yes. Well, within reason. <laughs> Find us on Patreon like Stacy did at www.patreon.com, P-V-O-T-N, pandemic. You can become an episode assistant, episode producer, a pre-bench producer like Stacy, or become part of the Council of Nerds, starting at five bucks a month. Become a mem- become a monthly supporter. I've said this like four times, but that's how awesome Stacy is. Uh, you can also go to anchor.fm slash PVOTN, PayPal or Venmo at Bradley Butan, or just share the show with someone you want to make a little more awesome. You can also buy my book, Leveling Up My Awesome, on sale at Amazon. Four seven ninety nine, or contact that is me now. a little bit more. The John Cena, you can't see me. Fifth, shameless plug, sir. Also, it is Booker's T five times. But he did eventually win the title of six, so he had to stop doing it. But yes, I, the five time was fantastic. Yeah, he shouldn't have been able to win that sixth one. I mean, that's just the reason why you just, just don't do it. He's going to kill the gimmick, man. Right, exactly. That was a good gimmick. You know, one Absolutely. hand just works really good for that. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So, all right, Brian, I think we max, we are at max levels we of are, awesome for the are, week. We have buried the needle, sir. We have, let's end like we do every week on a positive note, especially with Andor. <laughs> what yes, are your sir. words of wisdom? So, unlike Andor, you have all leveled up your awesome. So, please, please, please join us in next week. Uh, again, as always, no retreat, no surrender. Remember, Goonies, never say die. We're all playing the same game in life, just on a different level. Thanks for catching up. You're aw- you're you're awesome. Well, you are awesome. Well, you're welcome for leveling up your awesome. Live for your die empty, friends. Have a great night. All right, and I gotta get this in here before we sign off. Get your earphones in, everybody, and everybody hear us out. We are Brian I'm working on a remix and funny. Brian Dennis. And this get, is P-B-O-T-N. We've got my dad leveling up your awesomeness. Dropping knowledge of TV, movies, and comics. We've got Brian Dennis flexing his nerd muscles. How you level up your awesomeness? He will solve the puzzle. Just when you thought you've heard it all, a new episode will come along. Won't you like, subscribe, and rate our show? One last thing. Leave a five-star review before you go. Oh, yeah.
All right, and thanks for sticking around. Make sure that you like, share, and hit all the buttons that that uh, let you know that this is coming around your way. All right, have a good night.